I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Quiet, man. Do I'm not quiet. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am. Don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here. Do it. Stop running. Go back in. Do not run. Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of him. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Ah, oh, this goddamn four loco. If you croak. Welcome. <laughs> Damn. Welcome. Nope, that's the wrong energy. Oh, boy. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the only podcast with the tolerance to handle Zach Bacon's and his boys, regardless of how much sugar they've had. Oh, yeah. I'm Joel <laughs> Kleinberger. And I'm Eric Hoofnagel. How fitting. Now I understand why you're drinking a fucking Warheads for Loco. Sour Cosmic Punch, baby. That is so disgusting. I still cannot... Fucking diabetes speed run. Ah! It burns every every inch of the way down my esophagus. Yeah, because it's unnatural. You're not meant to be putting that in your body. You know, speaking of good times, Eric Hoofnagel, let's start talking right away because there is a lot of ground to cover. Oh my god, there about is. About Ghost Adventures Season 5, Episode 5, The Old Sacramental Tunnels. Sacramental? <laughs> when you walk down the streets of Old Sacramento, you can imagine what it must have been like here 150 years ago. But what you can't imagine is what dark secrets are just below your feet. The history that happened in here wasn't written in textbooks, and that's what we're here to find out and uncover. But not only did the flood come through here and wipe out thousands, but disease and even a fire. So it is just a cauldron of dark, mysterious, damp, undisclosed history. In honor of this discovery, gentlemen, we shall dance. I just want to say F you. Right behind me, dude. Zach, Nick, and Aaron, which one of us don't you like? You like? I heard Aaron. Do I get a basket? Yeah, get a basket, man. What do I get? You get to watch. Typical. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Old Town Sacramento is haunted? Oh, hell yes. Let's do a shot. Someone say shots? Sorry, Nick, there's no Patron in it. To Sacramento! Yeah! Dude, this is honestly one of my favorite episodes of Ghost <laughs> Adventures ever. Yeah? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. No, this is the one. This is the one that I think I would show to somebody to get them to understand what Z what Ghost Adventures is. You know, you know, you know why I find this so very funny? Why? Eric? Why? I have to admit in the in the two plus years of doing this podcast, uh, this episode for the first time made me feel like like I don't want to. Really? I don't want to talk about Ghost Adventures. You didn't like this one? I don't like it. I don't like it anymore. That's not nice. Zach Bagans, he Irish step dance on the grave that was my joy, that was laid to rest, and it above my grave was a tree filled with fast forward crows. The first two minutes of this episode are so silly. I love it. Holy <laughs> shit. Dude, like, it starts out with no energy. <laughs> the very beginning, there's no... And I thought, oh, fuck, this is gonna suck so bad. And it just it's just them filming a fucking train going over the river, and it's, and it's just Zach going, wow, it's the Sacramento River. Yeah. And it's just like, I was like, oh no. And then it's like, and then all of a yeah. sudden, chaos reigns. It's not even, but it's like, I don't know who they got to do their rendition of Irish step music, but it's like an 80s shred version because it's like, and Zach is dancing and, and kicking his buddies in the butt and they are having such a grand old time. There was an energy to this episode that was like, I don't like these people. I don't want I don't want to waste any time about talking about them. Interesting. I had <laughs> the opposite reaction. Because there are parts of this where I was like, there's a Zach I'd hang out with. <laughs> that, 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 that right there, that 
that's a Zach I would I would have a drink with. We have we have never been more opposed. <laughs> this is even more of a gap than we felt about Kesha, because this was the Zach that I never want to see again. Oh, oh, the happy Zach, happy sugar high Zach. <laughs> Happy Sugar High Zach reminds me of the people, the adults on TikTok who act like babies. <laughs> and I hate it. Oh, yeah. I really hate it. But, like, this episode is a callback. Like, you talking about how much you miss the, the like, you have the nostalgia for the old Gak. Yeah. Just these three fucking dummies doing dumb shit and being goofy together and this episode made me think of that and meanwhile <laughs> you were fuming at this episode Disgusted. so funny that is so funny the, you imagine if you will witches and warlocks a split screen display on the left hand side is an Eric Hoofnagel clutching his belly and rubbing it as he laughs yeah. uproariously happy yeah. at this episode. There's light it coming in from a window. He's well illuminated. He's having a great time. <laughs> I'm I'm devouring an ice cream. Mid ice cream bite. I'm laughing. There's an ice cream coming down, coming yeah. down my cheek. It's just splashing onto your exposed chest. It's very erotic, but it's also very wholesome. On on the opposite side of the screen. <laughs> There is a a darkened room illuminated only by a computer screen and a, a mostly naked Joel Kleinberger is staring dead inside trying to get through it and then slowly when Zach barks pausing the episode That was it. Oh my god. I'm on a sugar high. <laughs> Basically, the story, because there's nothing confirmed, which is what Zach has a whole heart on for, is mm. that a lot of people died because it's old. It's old times. It's cholera. It's floods. It's fires. And the history in here wasn't written down in textbooks. <laughs> Even though the first person they talked to very much counters that. Oh, my God. Stacy Cox. The underground tour coordinator who was born with a porn name. Oh my god, dude. And she is just not playing the game. Do you believe in ghosts? No, I don't. One minute later. So if she doesn't believe in ghosts, that's fine. Everybody has their experiences, but I think that every time I brought up the, the dark side of Sacramento, didn't want to talk about it. she didn't want to talk about it. People have to understand, that's a part of history. I agree. This is the moment I thought you were going to turn off the episode. Was when <laughs> Zach says, uncovering and discovering history has always been a trademark of our ghost adventures. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the, the, <laughs> there is a level of, of folding in half and self-suckatry oh, yeah. in this no, episode. That is not the trademark I would think of when I think of ghost adventures. <laughs> And I tried to think of different ones that would work. Male insecurity. Uh, the inability to comprehend both books <laughs> and small towns. Fear of sixes and threes. Hair standing on your arms. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. <laughs> Cruelty. Cruelty in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just definitely hierarchy. Hierarchy and patriarchy. A general lack of understanding about the world around you. And I think that that is very on brand for the interview with Stacy Cox, the underground tour coordinator. Oh, because Jesus immediately, Christ, dude. immediately, Zach takes a staunchly anti-history stance. <laughs> okay, so he tries to explain that there are like only two forms of history. <laughs> that we have right now, which is like writing and photography, which he's not completely wrong, but the way he words it makes him sound so incredibly stupid. Not only the way he words it, but the <laughs> massive finger quotes. Oh my God. Oh, so you find you think you could find a uh, history in books uh, in uh, books that have been 
written down. Why do you keep trying to read that word? Yes, we mostly depend upon photography and writing for history. But then the reason why he's trying to put those down is he's trying to prop up what they do as more valid than true history. Where they're like, no, EVPs, spooky speaking spell, cold spots, goosebumps, they're just as valid, just as valid as, uh, as any written word. I mean, it's more because, you know, we're getting a clip of the history on uh, right there. You know, you can hear <laughs> we got an EVP that maybe said possibly. There's there. That's your history right there. We solved it. We solved it. It's yeah. like we're detectives right now. Yeah. It's kind of cool. We are. Yeah. She was our lead. Yeah, we are true explorers. We are. Right. Stacey is a woman who exists around Zach Bagans. So, of course, as Zach is interviewing her, he's scampering like it's a fucking Shakespearean play, like circling her and like yes. grabbing on the pillars and peeking out behind like, oh. And like, yeah, dancing and like putting his hands behind his back and leaning against the walls and being like, tell me, tell me how many people died in here. It's not Billy's gas station boner pills at this point. Like, <laughs> I feel like they spent a whole bunch of money on getting like premium seahorse powder or some shit because the <laughs> energy is off the charts with these idiots especially zach but it's also funny to watch him turn on the kayfabe because he does it multiple times during this episode where he'll go from total goof idiot uh no no serious bone in his body to all of a sudden just oh <clears throat> oh um how many people died Tell, tell me the worst ways people died in here. And I love I love the voiceover and like the cutaways. And Zach is like, yeah, you know, most historians uh, oh don't God, like dude. to talk about the dark sides of their town and the death. And that's why we're here to prove the real history. But it's like, <laughs> that's what historians <laughs> fucking do. Dude, I love it. I love it so much because he's like, he's like, how many people died in the floods? And she's like, um, I couldn't tell you. We don't have the number. We don't have records, so I'm not going to tell you because I'm an I'm a historian, yeah. And I I deal with numbers and facts. And Zach is like, no, I deal with feelings. This is the fucking Republican ticket. Like this is how <laughs> Donald Trump won. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. She is answering his questions, and he just kicks down the door and walks out with his friends like, we're obviously not going to get answers from this fake historian. Uh, we need to feel the truth of this location. And then, oh my god. And then she's she leaves as fast as she can. She's the most cornered woman I may have seen on this show. Eric, Stacy's expression through his monologue about how bullshit history is, because, of course, Zach is not letting her talk because she's a female. A human female. And a historian. Like, she's a historian. So she's like, deals in facts and paper. Oh, my God. Zach is Gaston. Stacey Cox is definitely Belle. She's like, oh, I really like this book. And he's like, huh, reading, Belle. <laughs> reading. Yeah. What about this? And he does a bunch of push-ups. And, and she's just like, ugh. And then all the goth fangirls are like, oh, Gaston. You mean the 13-year-olds? Anyways. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, it burns. Her expression when she goes off, when he goes off, oh, dude. is how my soul felt watching this experience. It's, it is exact, is exactly the facial expression of a woman on a first date with a guy who's talking about Andrew Tate. <laughs> oh, my God. Why don't you like men? I love how how they basically like they're like dude fuck this bitch she's not playing so she leaves and the boys just have like a little group meeting to talk about what a buzzkill she was they go outside they drop their pants and they just take <laughs> turns eating each other's assholes about how like no we're explorers and detectives dark stuff happens and that's like history and she refused to talk about the dark stuff. She's just a dumb bitch with her books and facts. And then, like, <laughs> Nick, oh, he just slithers out his tongue like Gene Simmons and sticks it oh. all the way up Zach. <laughs> put, 
fucking flicking his nut button with his tongue. It's like, "Mm, I love what you said about how we are true explorers. Mm, We're the historians. We're the explorers of the other side. Hashtag my album. Hashtag it's fire. Other side, Nick Groff. None of this shit matters when the beast comes They do end the whole thing with Aaron making a masturbation joke. I don't know if you caught this. I didn't. I think that they got away with it because most people wouldn't catch it. As Nick and Zach are are naming off all their equipment that they use that is so much better than Mm -hmm. facts. But best of all, we got our bait. And then Aaron says, I'm the master of that. And a high point just in time for Sean Peter to show up. If Stacy Cox wasn't disrespected (laughs) enough for her knowledge of history, (laughs) Zach just really decided to double down and shit on anybody who knows things. I will admit, though, this sequence did make me laugh. (laughs) This shit is pretty funny. Because (laughs) this guy is straight up saying interesting things. Yeah. he's, He's playing the game. That Zach wanted Stacy to play, but he's not a hot chick, so it's not worth listening to. Facts, this dumb boy. We already got that whore to tell us that, and we didn't care when she did it either. <laughs> God, dude. Th- this is the most disrespect these boys have ever had towards, I think, anybody. It's a be careful what you wish for sort of moment where yeah. Zach wanted all the like exciting history of sacramento (laughs) and this guy shows up who is super amped to tell them everything he knows which is too much for zach's brain to handle oh yeah so he he goes dial tone his arms start slowly rising (laughs) his mouth opens he begins to t-pose yeah Sorry. Give me a break here. <laughs> Just give me a break. Even though my head isn't physically spinning inside, my brain is going. It's such a tonal shift, this whole thing, because he he shits on Sean Peter for having good information, and then it's like funny, right? The editing's funny, but then <laughs> Zach takes out his lower ribs and then just folds in on himself to suck his own dick about how mother nature is is interacting with them directly again. You and I have said he's got the curse and now we know, now we know that he also knows, but he's also looking for the wrong signs. He thinks animals like him. No. They don't. (laughs) And then... (laughs) so dumb so then it just starts hailing on them and and zach's shark fin hair saves the day for him none of them can hit him directly in the center it all just slides right off all the big ones are just like getting sheened in half like a samurai sword cutting through a bullet in slow motion (laughs) in an anime oh my god but but the best part about this is that zach decides to take some moments for a goth photo shoot in the rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's got he's got exactly the same umbrella from like My Chemical Romance's Helena music video, and he's just standing out there like, "What's the worst thing I could say? It's better if I stay." Once again, we receive yet another taste of her magnificence and power. This is just a really kind of cool moment. You know, as I look over at you, Nick, I can see a rainbow. I'm having the sun and blue skies beat down on my face while I see rain. I know it's a simple little rain shower, but to me, it's something more than that. It was as if she wanted us to see and feel just how much force nature had in the dark history that shaped Sacramento. For as quickly as the storm comes, it subsides. It's a sign. It's like 
the chemtrails that were made <laughs> into an X above Paveglia. And it's just like the two holes in the sky that were definitely eyes. Looking down from the heavens. It's so clear that Zack has been in the desert too long. Yeah. Come spend a year or better yet, 36 years in the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> in the Northwest and you yeah. you will not feel that me- that rain is this magical. Exactly. No, he <laughs> makes me think of that YouTube guy that you showed me, the Clude. 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 That's a deep cut, man. I can't believe you remember that. I was watching that shit in college. There are some things that uh, have never left my mind, and every once in a while I'll be driving and I'll see clouds and I'll just be like, Clude. Gooby. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> I'm going to try to turn this cloud into a square shaped cloud by psychic power, turn it into a square shaped cloud. Clued, become a square shape. Become a square shape, Clued. Clued, become a square shape. Turn into a square shape, Clued. Memories. We go from another tonal shift as Zach is having his MCR Black Parade moment <laughs> about Mother Nature. What's the worst that I could see? <laughs> And then they cut to uh, have Zach stop a group of children so they can praise him. Yet again. Two episodes in a row. Oh my god, you're famous! (laughs) Are you a ghost? No, I'm real. No, I'm real. No, I'm real. You blew it! (laughs) This segment, as they go from children screaming ghost adventures to them cutting to the skit. (laughs) And they overlay the haunted house laugh. Oh, so weird. That got me, like, in a bad way. Oh, did that hurt? They, they do the shaky cam on the salty sign, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> what, I was, what I was getting from that was somebody was in the editor's suite. Billy. Billy was sitting there editing. And he was breathing heavily through his mouth. And, and he put on like a, like a really scary sound. And Zach was like, no, you can't do that. There were just children on the screen and we're about to eat candy. It has to be uplifting. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, how about a, a silly, scary laugh? Sam. Yes. <laughs> Almost like an Aaron Goodwin titter. <laughs> and you know what? That was just <sighs> the icing on the cake of this really amazing skit. You know what's funny is that that this sequence made me sad for the opposite reason than you. Oh yeah? Yeah, it made me sad because I was like, man. Look at the good old days of these fucking idiots. Look at Nick and Aaron and Zach all just being idiots together and having weird, stupid, bad jokes between each other. Oh, yeah. Some of them would sound like a porno. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if you picked up yeah. on this. Because there, there is there is a shift in the dynamic, Eric Hoofnagel, which is Warlocks, is. because Aaron is clearly no longer the beta pig. Nick has definitely been knocked down to the new Aaron level because Aaron asks, like a small child, if he gets a basket with candy, and <laughs> Zach allows him. And Nick... You get to film it. Yeah. And Nick says, typical, I'm here filming, watching these guys play. Oh, man. Yep. There's not many shifts that you have to do for this to lead into a candy store porn scene. Do I get a basket? Yeah, get a basket, man. What do I get? You get to watch. Typical. Filming away. Watching these guys. Just tell me that you want. Even in a candy store. Even in a candy store. Put a leash on him. It may be a long lockdown. We might be having a lot of licks. Oh my. You just change up the music. (laughs) <laughs> Aaron drops his candy bucket and Zach says that they have to put a leash on him. And then Zach says it's a long lockdown, so we're going to have to have a lot of licks while holding a giant jawbreaker. Uh, which which Nick calls the giant gumball. Yeah, is Nick an alien? Every episode, Nick drops something where it's like, you've never been out in culture. 
Oh, he continues doing that for the rest of this episode, where he, like, he does weird shit where you're like, where have you been? Oh, okay, we've established that Zach Bagans T-posed his way out of a lab. <laughs> is is Nick, like, the prototype of Zach Bagans that eventually got replaced? No, Nick is, like, Blast from the Past style, where he was raised <laughs> in a fallout shelter. Gotcha. And he was only listening to two grunge metal EPs, and that's it. He was a bunker person from a cult, for sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 everyone in the cult had a goatee. It was like a Limp biscuit cult. Ooh, the Groff people. <laughs> and he, he eventually escaped because he wanted to add more rap to The Rock. <laughs> and he knew the calling. Dark death! Dark death! Now he's here, and he doesn't understand how the world works. It, he is stoked that the store has grills. Oh my god. I mean, come on, Joel. The sequence is, like, there's something, like, okay, so th there's a moment where Aaron runs up to Zach and he's like, uh, nougats. And Zach's <laughs> like, nougats. I love nougats. Just a, a glimpse of humanity. Yeah. Just a glimpse. Ah! Humbug. And they cut to the next scene of Nick not being able to comprehend <laughs> normal interactions as they, they meet with Susanna Rominger, a yeah. state park employee, and they they begin the interview by toasting and shooting down some wax cocoa bottles. Let's do a shot. Someone say shots? Okay. Sorry, Nick, there's no Patron in it. To Sacramento! Yeah! Yeah, which are great if you just drink the liquid out of them and throw away the wax. But Nick, being a pod person, <laughs> shoves the whole thing. It's shoves like, the whole thing in his mouth. Yeah. It's like, yeah. but dude, this this shit is is gold. We are seeing so much more of Nick in this yeah. episode than usual and then this yet, whole season really it, yeah absolutely and like it's showing that he is weird as hell we're seeing how weird zach is yeah the one person who gets off best in this episode is absolutely aaron mm, well oh fuck you're right no he doesn't yeah he does not yeah. he does not get off scuffery <laughs> no. oh my god we'll get there oh, we'll get there fuck dude please don't hurt me I'm not here to be hurt. It's really, I feel like the editing that's getting to me because it feels like Billy's My Summer Vacation with My Friends video where he's trying <laughs> to make everybody seem really cool. And <laughs> yeah, it feels oddly unnatural, but I did enjoy Nick uh, chewing the wax <laughs> bottle like a cow. Like this human <laughs> candy tastes odd and smooth. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's like, you know, kids did chew the wax in the like 1930s or whatever, when this candy was popular. Yeah. When Nick first went in the bunker. <laughs> when Nick was conceived in the bunker. Wait a second. You guys didn't eat the bottle? Mm -mm. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to eat the bottles. You, when you were six, yes, but not now. <laughs> it tasted so much better when I was six years old. The ball tastes nasty. Zach Bagans starts talking to Susanna. So uh, have you ever started off an interview by down shooting some sugar water in a wax cocoa bottle? Ah, with the like energy of a 90s Jim Carrey. Yes. Yeah. He's he's doing a Jim. He does the Jim Carrey smile and the head waggle. She's eating it up. She's she is the polar opposite of Stacy Cox. They're so excited they found somebody that's playing because she's on board. She's letting out guffaws. She loves these boys' energy. She's like, <laughs> oh, I love taking shots with young boys. This is so fun. Usually it's with vodka though. <sighs> oh, and then Zach turns to the camera and he's like, yeah, I'm on a sugar high. Woof. <laughs> so so eric that's the point he bark? yes he did yeah that's that was the point where i was like you know the world is more gray <laughs> i just imagine you watching and and just the, uh, the saturation depletes from everything around you and you get this like vignette of just darkness 
Yeah, no, it's a hundred percent. It's like when a tr- like when a mushroom trip like takes a turn. Oh no! That that moment happened, and I pushed pause right after Zach Bagans barked like a little dog, and Gary Jules's version of Mad World started playing. <laughs> And I walked outside in the dark and the rain, wanting to toss myself in front of a city fucking bus. <laughs> I just imagine you shirtless in the rain, looking up under a street light. Yeah. <laughs> Why have you forsaken me? What am I doing with my life? Is this really it? <laughs> Am I really going to talk for three hours about Zach Bagans barking after taking a wax cocoa bottle? Like, yes. Yes, yes you are. Yes. You chose this. I did. You. I've made plenty of mistakes in my like, life, Eric. You pitched this fucking podcast to me. Ho, 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 ho. Yes, this is true. You were like, hey, I got a great idea. We're going we're gonna to talk shit about Zach Bagans, and we're going to call it Come Fight Me in the Dark. <laughs> and I think I was the one that came up with the challenges. Yes, you were. Together, we made one hell of a cake. It's a piece of cake, you make a pretty cake. What? If the way is hazy, okay. you gotta do the cooking by the book. What? You know you can't be lazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny, though, Joel? Huh? Is what? how much you hated the Zack Wolf. This is what I wrote in my notes. I don't know where, where I was at in my headspace, but clearly the opposite. Because I wrote down, now this is a Zach I've never seen. I could hang with this Zach. <laughs> I I think I'm I think I'm more of a soul dead cynic than you. Honestly, <laughs> I have to be. I, Eric, Eric, you know that I love you so deeply. Uh, yes, yeah. If we were hanging out like this weekend, and you authentically were like, <laughs> I'm on a sugar rush, roof at me, <laughs> I'd leave. <laughs> Yeah, well, okay, rightfully so, but knowing it's Zach Baggins. No, there there was a moment of humanity. There was a moment of odd, childlike glee in, in Zach's face, and I just think I might be too dark inside to appreciate childlike glee from Zach Baggins or any other adult. I don't know. I think I just, I the reason why it struck me so much is because I think of modern day Baggins, where he oh, is just so serious. He's so serious. He's lost all of that. All of that, that childish, dumb fuckboy energy <laughs> is gone. He's had it. Like he's he I think he he's tired of his fans. He's yeah. tired of the fame. He's tired of the hunt. I can agree with you. I think that it's good to see him in this state where he's happy. He's barking at the camera. He's jerking himself <laughs> off. He's sucking down candy. Because at some point, a 12-foot-tall demon man blows smoke in his anus. <laughs> and bursts his eyes from the inside. And he's never the same. Scarier than watching it on TV. Please, they can no. get inside of you and stuff and do all kinds of weird stuff. They can make you sick and that ain't fun. It's happened to me. Dude, I, I love that... That Zach has been playing like Goldilocks with his fucking historians through this episode. Yeah, because he's like he, like Stacy's too cold, fucking Sean Peters way too hot, too talkative, mm-hmm. and then he finds just right. <laughs> she thinks we're funny. She she laughs at all our jokes, and she loves getting touched by ghosts. She mentions how nice it would be to time travel. <laughs> Oh my god. Zach grabs her hand. Listen, sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> That's what we do. Oh my god, dude. I just I wrote down in my in my notes I just wrote, "Oh, shut the fuck up, Zach." <laughs> oh. <laughs> we do time travel. Uh, listen here, honey, sweetie. Sweetie, <laughs> sweetie, pep pep. Uh, I'm going to man are talking right now. Pep pep. Yeah, pep, yeah, pep. I'm going to stop you there. Um, what do you think we fucking do, idiot? We are literally time traveling with our EVP equipment. You can't, you can't even fathom this. <laughs> Dude, she, she like tries, she plays along to the best of her ability. She can't help but sound like she's like patronizing them. 
it's your charge. It's your charge to do this. Yeah, and she's just like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which, of course, Zach is now, he doesn't understand patron, patron, uh, patronism. Pa patron, patron, <laughs> patriotism. <laughs> Patriot, pa Patron, patronism. He, does, he doesn't understand when people are being patriot. Fuck. Patronism. He doesn't understand that because, <laughs> of course, he is just, like, touching his nipple and just being like, I got the best job in the world. Oh, it's the best fucking job. We have the best job. And that's when Aaron fucking Aaron. What the fuck? This is probably the worst phrase thing that has ever been uttered on this show or any show. And it does make him sound like he's running for government as a Republican. <laughs> we have the best job in the world. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love my job. Now, grooming cheerleaders is the best job in the world. You want to explain yourself? Grab that towel right there, please. Wrap it around yourself. And please sit in that stool. Oh! <laughs> Holy shit! Dude, and then Susanna just loves it. <laughs> that was bad in the our con current context obviously because grooming cheerleaders is not something that we accept it's he's not jim jordan okay why did he say that what does that mean like grooming, grooming? are they like dogs he's looking through their hair like a chimpanzee because <laughs> i could i could imagine him that being his like ultimate fantasy is to like pick fleas out of a hot girl's hair he's just sitting there and he's like all right stacy just sit here i'm gonna brush you a hundred brushes for the lord hundred brushes <laughs> i don't i don't know like could we report this to the fbi at this point <laughs> no <laughs> Do not. Apologize. Sorry about that. I really apologize. So they they go to the Eagle Theater, which was originally built in the mid 1800s, but it was burned down. And we get another state park employee named Sue Simpkins, and she is like identical to Susanna. And I'm starting to think that like these state park employees are like from some sort of underground breeding program. <laughs> yes, the only thing that really dis distinguishes her is that she has He-Man's haircut. <laughs> yes, she does. So she's, she tells a story about seeing an, an actor, seeing a gentleman from the stage in the aisle, and when he described the gentleman to Sue, the man sounded a lot like one of the old managers that Sue worked with until he died in 1998. How come we need 90s ghosts when this is supposed to be such a crazy haunted spot? I just think this is weird, guys. They go to the first courthouse of Sacramento to do the best undercover interview from a secret state park employee with no ability whatsoever to tell who this woman is. Oh, how did I think she was a woman? Because you can hear her voice. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, you can tell that she's, you know, they're trying to keep her anonymous, but I can, I can tell already she's definitely from the same lab. <laughs> is it Sue? Is this, is it Susanna? It's just Susanna again. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't find another state employee. So they just like, uh, you're backlit now. Just pretend like you're somebody else. Yeah. And this, this person who is definitely Susanna again, just mentions how unhappy the people must have been for going to this courthouse. And Zach is like, oh, yes, the dark energy at court from all the times I've been to court. And he looks at the camera oh. for parking tickets, of course, which uh, begs the question, Eric, uh, what do you think <laughs> Zach has actually been to court for? A sugar high Vegas rampage. <laughs> What, okay, but what happened on that rampage? Did he take his dick out? Yes, the dick was out the whole time, but he was still wearing all black. So it's just mm -hmm. like this super white penis, really stark against his his all black body. It was almost like the the image of the penis was censored because of how how much light was reflecting off of it. He stood in the shadows, so it looked like just a couple of hands and a dick and a head floating around. 
<laughs> and he barked and he woofed at people. That That's an image that is now, that's like a nightmare image. That's like a, something that AI would just generate. Yes, absolutely. This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Yeah. Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. Steve the park ranger shoves him into the tunnels. Zack is so excited. Fucking ranger Steve with his dumb hat condom. <laughs> and there's something so funny about the hat condom. Rangers and, like, troopers have to keep wearing their fucking goofy-ass hat, even when it's raining. They still have to wear it, and Steve has to stand out there all night guarding because this is very important they are uncut they, they are writing a new history book and they start it <laughs> with the full spectrum camera and the weird thing about this episode for me is that it starts with zach bagans doing a jig it has zach bagans barking it has a skit so it usually means an episode where nothing happens when it's Goof about heavy, yeah, it's usually evidence uh, light. But right away, they get, like, really audible footsteps, and Zach is like, uh, okay, can we go upstairs? And Ranger Steve Dude. shows that the whole place is locked down, and they even bring him in to the upstairs, and they're like, oh, yeah. You know, it's funny how low our expectations are of mm. Zach and his boys, because yeah. I was deeply impressed that Zach actually was like, um, what's above us? Is there anyone up there? Yeah. Because normally he's like, uh, that's a ghost. That's it. I, I, there's no way that could be anything else. Yeah. And so he goes up there. They take a look. It's been closed. It's, it's been closed for hours. It's yeah. empty. There's no one up there. That's pretty fucking creepy. And they were picking up some really heavy footsteps. I don't know. That's pretty cool. Pretty good. It's pretty, 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 pretty good. How do you feel then about when they get back down there and Zach on the full spectrum camera gets a dark mass moving behind a pillar? That is actually really good. I know. I know. It's fucking scary. Normally, I would be like, oh, that's caused by other people moving with, you know, IR cameras that are also causing a shadow with their infrared, um, but no one else was moving. And he does the motion again, and it's not there. Yeah. It's fucking good. That shit's creepy as hell. I liked it a lot. Which is another moment that made me in my darkened apartment just sad about this episode because like, <laughs> why is there so much goofballery? <laughs> I'm telling you, this is this is peak Ghost Adventures. If someone asked me, "Hey, what's an episode of Ghost Adventures I should watch to really fully get it?" This would be the one I'd tell them watch. The the pace continues because right after that, Aaron gets told "fuck you" by a ghost, <laughs> and a, yeah. and he gets a party orb down his back, the flashing orb. <laughs> We've got fat orbs, we got skinny orbs, and now we got fucking rave orbs. Yes, yes. And then they get uh, an EVP that kind of says nothing. It's like the two part EVP. It's like this indecipherable male voice. But it, it sounds like there's a voice there. Again, it has the quality. Dude, that one is really good. I know. Because it does not sound like any three of the boys. It very much sounds like a voice. And I heard the word control in there. Yeah. It was fucking spooky. That's yeah. the kind of EVP that gets me where it's like, it's obviously a voice. Yeah. You can't tell what it's saying, but it's clearly a voice instead of like. <laughs> Zach brings out the spirit box and asks the ghosts which boy they hate most. And right away, it's like, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron! It screams. <laughs> they, they, heard, they heard the groomer content. It's like, fuck this. Yeah, that, him, Aaron. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from our women, please. Why don't you like me? 
they go to they go to where there's a bunch of artifacts that they found that they didn't include earlier. Yeah, because they they cut out all the scenes with Stacy Cox because she was such a buzzkill. So they cut back to when she showed them the the full trove of trobjects. Can't believe they they fucking like cut that scene. Well, because it doesn't fit the narrative of Stacy not telling them stuff. Because Stacy was way too snobby and book learned. That's right. She's too smart and she's a woman. Two strikes. She kept saying all these boring facts. Ugh. We hate facts, Eric Hoofnagel. So boring, dude. I vote with my balls, <laughs> not my brain. I look I look at the names of who I'm voting for, and when my balls rise, that's when I know. You want a male president who thinks with his, his virulent dick. Listen, man, you put stuff in your gut. I ain't seen nobody put nothing in their head. Nah, that's right. People say uh, food for thought, but uh, I ain't ever ate a book, all right? <laughs> we don't read the history in a textbook. We come here and communicate with the history. They review the footage and they get some more great EVPs that also are thematically very funny because it's a bunch of people asking them to sh not talk to them. Dude, so funny. This EVP right here, you can actually hear what sounds like to be a young female child saying, stop talking to me. And I'm pretty confident Zach has heard many young female voices say the same sentence. Oh, Countless yes. times in the past of, do not talk to me. <laughs> they are top-notch EVPs, though. I know. That's probably the best evidence they've ever gotten for ghosts. Because, of course, the ghosts don't want them to talk to them. Yeah. That is, like, on the mountain of EVPs for funniness, accuracy, and <laughs> your ability yeah. to hear it. Zach also mentions, he's like, it's got that weird watery filter to it. So you know it's an EVP. And you just know, you just know Richard Sennett is listening from the shadows. <laughs> and he was desperately wanted to just jump out and say, the voice of Benny Waters! Yeah, that was the footsteps they heard up in, in the office was Richard Sennett. And he was <laughs> yeah. like, damn it. Damn it, these old wood floors. <laughs> yeah. And instead of jumping forward to speak, he, he held back and applied yeah. more cold mud to his flesh <laughs> and prepared for a more for more haunting. He gave a slight upturned smile just on the corner of Mount, like <laughs> the voice of many waters, my son. You'll get it one day. They're learning so well. They do get let out. Condom hat Steve lets them out, but they shove Aaron back. <laughs> yeah, Zach Sparta kicks him back down the stairs. <laughs> Stay there, pig. Wait a minute, I changed my mind. Okay, sorry, it's too late. Go ahead, Steve. It's never too late. It's never too late. Aaron stays in the tunnels. Zach goes to the theater, which is obviously the least haunted place. And Nick goes to the courthouse. But Aaron yeah. busts out a, a, an experiment I've been talking about forever. You got these EV, EM pumps that you claim mm -hmm. give spirits energies. Put a thousand in there. Just put all of them on there. They, he lines a hallway with them. He puts in like three of them. Yeah. Which is good. I think there should be more. It's a cool test. And unfortunately, it doesn't do anything. No. Even when he flashes a fat <laughs> sack of cash to try and bribe the ghosts. <laughs> Which is the most Aaron move yeah. possible. Fuck gold, here's paper money. What's the trobject that speaks every language? Cold hard cash. I brought something, and I know you're gonna love it, and it's called cash. Screw gold. All this can be yours. Oh, I, I like money. What's the logic there? <laughs> can ghosts <laughs> use currency? Like, what's Aaron? It's because he he's desperate and he's like, what would I like? Money. money. I like money. 
I can't I can't offer uh, a well-groomed cheerleader. <laughs> God damn it. But of course the ghosts just ignore that they he they say they get a, an EVP that references the cash in a different room, but like Oh it dude, doesn't... and it's it's like one of the clearest EVPs they've ever gotten, in my opinion. Oh, in your opinion. It's I... good. The give me all the cash. Okay, let me, Dude. you know, let me, let hey, me, look, we'll let go me to go the to the tape. tape. Let's we'll go, go to the tape. tape. Let's go to yeah. the tape. Give me all the cash is an OMG from me. Golf clap. Golf clap. I've reviewed the tape. It's a good one. It is really good. They added a superfluous word on their interpretation of gotta, which I don't hear at all, but get me all the cash is clear as day. I retract my skepticism. Such a good EVP. That's an and, oh my God. And you know what's so great about it too? It's in a fucking empty room. So yeah. it's like, it can't be interference from something like scraping. There's nothing that could make that noise in that room at that time. Well, and it's very clearly words. So yeah, I am eating my hat, my condom-covered hat. <laughs> put a condom on it first. <laughs> you don't know where that hat's been. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to take it all the way down in my bitch boy gullet because <laughs> I was wrong. This episode is fine. This episode is so good. Something's wrong with me, witches and warlocks. Meanwhile, Nicholas... Is by yes. himself in the courtroom. He's bringing court to order. Knock, knock, knock. With the original Gary Galka light, bright, paranormal rave jacket. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because I, I kept thinking, like, Nick by himself is, like, if you showed that to some, like, to some investors and you're like, yeah, Nick like kind of wants to do his own thing. He's gonna have yeah. his own show. Yeah, look at it. He's he's got this jacket and he's <laughs> banging the gavel by himself. He is. So, I look. We I love Nick. Yeah, but that man is void of charm. Eric, there's nothing. Eric, there's nothing there, man. <laughs> we gotta be nice. We know that he was a bunker person who's never had. <laughs> exposure to real movies which oh, is why he thinks it's God. the house on the haunted hill and you know he's working on it the only thing that happens with nick is he gets a warm spike on the galka rave jacket which zach says is evidence of evil so i guess good spirits are cold and evil spirits are warm sure because of hell i don't uh, know eh. that's dumb and they hear uh, furniture moving and the evp that says i'm bill yeah i'm bill and this is my furniture <laughs> but like he's picking up some crazy shit the evp the i'm bill is really good it's super clear looking back on the evidence it's really really a compelling lockdown yeah it was probably one of the most insane lockdowns we ever did zacky boy in the theater, the least haunted place, <laughs> he busts out the Ovulus 2 electric boogaloo with the new and enhanced scarier voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It could say anything now and it'd be scary. Yeah. Bunt cake. Uh, Zach's like, do you know Sue? He's like, yeah, possibly. I don't yeah. know. I had a lot of fucking employees here. Okay. We were busy. <laughs> possibly. Possibly. Oh, yes. I remember Sue. She was a great baker. <laughs> I don't know why every time you try to do a monster voice. You I'm the shock master. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> you want to fight me? You want a piece of me? Come fight me. Sue made the best butt cake, but her hair was... <laughs> it always reminded me of He-Man. <laughs> Zack ends, though. By getting the rocking chair moving by itself. Which, and, mm, yeah. I don't know. You may notice. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, no. I have a little something on my head. 
Is it wide brimmed? It is, and it also has a nice thick condom on it because this thing ain't getting wet, wet in the rain. No siree. Especially from the blood that's about to come out. That's right, because I noticed that Zach walks away from the chair. He was right next to it, walks away, and turns to see it rocking. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to slit your throat, Joel. I tried to do an anime gasp, but it just went right in the back of my throat and I almost died. But to me, it's fishy with a capital F. I think he bumped it, walked away, turned, and filmed it. I think that that's exactly what happened. And then as he's turning, you see the the rocking chair moving out from the back first you just see the edge of your fedora coming into the the, the limited light it's very shiny with a condom on it but the only thing that's shinier the edge of your blade my blade with a condom also on it all the way down the hilt holding Fuck. it to my wrist well you got a spit take out of me <laughs> and i think that's where we end <laughs> Eric, we know what you thought about this. You loved this episode. I loved this episode. I loved it. Tons of evidence. Tons of really good evidence. We get to see the boys in their prime. We get goofabouts. We get to see Zach totally dropping the kayfabe and totally showing that he is just a goofy idiot. And then he puts on the character of, like, Dark. Dark. I think uh, it is a quintessential episode of Ghost Adventures. And I'm very happy because I fucking hated this season so far. (laughs) (laughs) I needed this. Eric, I... (laughs) can step outside of myself enough to know the truth of your statement despite how much pain it brought me. (laughs) Honestly, he has a a powerful weapon against me because he knows if he could just summon that level of energy at our fight... He knows I'll just cringe and move away. <laughs> you you will you will collapse into your own face. You will cringe so hard. You will uh. you will, he, he will event horizon into your own yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> I I will age 30 years immediately. You chose poorly. <laughs> yeah, my face will melt like at the end of Raiders. Ah, oh, fuck. Speaking of melting face I think it's time for us to melt Zach's face as we challenge him to come fight us in the dark. Sugar high or not, come and get us, baby. (laughs) This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. Well, Eric, my challenge is very simple. Okay. Because... Zach doesn't respect women. Zach doesn't respect men. And Zach has a case of the not gays. Oh. But he does have a, a sweet tooth. Yeah. So I want to challenge him to a thing that as a bro he would be very familiar with. It is the highest stakes version of a sugar high gay chicken. Oh. We are going to see how many licks it takes to get to the middle of that gigantic jawbreaker that he held in his fist. And we're going to do so by putting both of our lips around it and licking (laughs) until we eventually meet. Oh, sugary makeout. I have a distinct advantage here because witches and warlocks, I have a genetic defect. I got a little tiny tongue. I can't stick it out. I can't lick for shit. Zach's going to be powering through, lapping up 
and I'm just going to be like poking, poking at the edge, and Zach's going to feel his own momentum coming closer and closer and closer to my mouth. He's going to feel the heat the, from the breath from my nostrils wafting across the jawbreaker's surface. <laughs> And I don't think he's going to be able to keep sucking that jawbreaker down. Wow. I think he's going to let it drop. The first person to remove their lips <laughs> loses the game. See, I I imagine that, you know, you you, you said before, you, you are incredibly stubborn, Joel. Yes, I am. And I think, I think, yeah, at least you have that going for you that while you may not have a... Uh, a girthy tongue. Um, you have the the steadfast nature to hold fast to that sugar sugar globe. Oh, I know. But <laughs> I will say, I think that Zach is also quite tenacious, and I think that your challenge is probably going to end up with you two uh, with bleeding, sugary mouths. Touching lips at the end. <laughs> and as you've said, Zach has a very intense case of the not gaze. But if yeah. he is that high on sugar, he might go in for it. I'm hoping that during your challenge, the whole thing will be filmed, okay? Because we're going to need that for mine. Yes, of course. So during this episode, we noticed that... Zach wants to change or at least control the way we take in history. Oh, yes. Which history is true? Which is the lame, written-down, factual kind? Or, mm -hmm. or the cool kind that you feel in your gut? <laughs> because of that, I'm pushing Zach to run as the GOP nominee. <laughs> oh, my God. In the 2024 election. Oh, and well, he's got the perfect running mate, Eric. Now, see, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Zach can't win against a politician. So I need him to have someone to run against that will make it more likely for Zach to win. Mm -hmm. Because I'm trying to get him to be president. Yeah. To, to give him someone to fight against, I'm going to put Aaron Goodwin up for the DNC ticket. <laughs> okay? Yeah. And now, now you might be asking me, but Eric, Aaron is so much more likable as a candidate. Yeah. Surely. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. <laughs> he's a bit of a dunce, but he's not as bad as Zach. <laughs> but you'd be so, so wrong. Because that's when... To clinch the election, I release the cheerleader grooming admission tape. There, there is a problem with your, pr your plan there, Eric. <laughs> but <laughs> the Joel and Zach sugary makeout tape yeah. will also be released. As his tongue bursts through the other side of the jawbreaker <laughs> that I've barely made any, any, any progress on. And it, it slithers all the way down my throat. And so you know what? My my challenge isn't to get Zach into the White House. It's to get Zach to lose the election. It's to give him hope. <laughs> <laughs> and to unfortunately bring the rest of the country down with him. Yes. <laughs> because we've already seen it. We're like, oh, it can't be worse than Biden-Trump. It can't <laughs> be worse than that. No. Goodwin's Bagan, 2024. <laughs> and I would much rather see Goodwin versus Bagans than our fucking repeat of Trump versus fucking Biden. But here we are. Goodwin the groomer versus <laughs> Bagans the boy banger. <laughs> Oh, shit. Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Well, Eric, oh. what a time it has been. I'm feeling a lot better about life since talking to you, so thank you. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I could impart some of the light I felt from this episode onto you. 
I, I appreciate that. And, you know, I'm really excited to see you this weekend. That's right, Wishes and Warlocks. Oh, yeah! You're coming to see me! Yeah, I get to see my favorite pink boy for the first time in, like, a year. Wishes and Warlocks on the Patreon. We'll get to hear some special content. Sorry about everybody else. Well, something special. But in the meantime, thank you for joining us. Stick with us for Season 5, Episode 6, Hales Bar Marina. And damn. That does not sound promising at all. It doesn't sound promising, but I'm sure we're going to make fun, a lot of fun out of it, because we are now one episode away from potentially the most awkward Ghost Adventures episode of all time, which is Warlocks. So stick with us. Hold on to your butts. We love you. (laughs) Eric. Hey, I love your butts. I love I love your butt. <laughs> all right, all you witches and warlocks, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, and Twitter at CFMITD. You can also join us on Patreon at CFMITD for exclusive content like our continued paranormal challenge series, Come Fight Me in the Dark After Dark for all the content that's too hot for the pod, and other exciting new content we come up with. Send us an email at comefightmeinthedark at gmail.com, and don't forget to check Check out our brand new website at comefightmeinthedark.com for all the art, news, and merch we have. We love you all and have a good night. <laughs>